This episode of Diamond Talk is brought to you by Megaseats.com. Megaseats.com is your go-to website for buying tickets for your favorite sporting events, concert, or theater. Yeah, you heard me right. Go see a Yankee game during the day, then go see Springsteen on Broadway at night. It's that easy. This website is awesome. There are no service fees ever. There's no shipping to get you your tickets, and the website is super user-friendly. And right now, use the code SSAW Network for 10% off. I went and checked it out. I looked myself. You get a great map of the venue. You get to see where your seats are to watch whatever you're going to be watching. And when you enter in that code, you do get 10% off. And there's no service fees or shipping added. So the price you see is the price that you're actually going to pay. And I'm used to having to click through a couple different screens to see what my actual price is. Best thing about this website is whatever you see on that screen as you're perusing tickets, that is the price you're going to see on your receipt. So go to megaseats.com and get your tickets for the next sporting event and we'll see you on the field. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Diamond Talk. We, we are not happy people here. Two, two-thirds of us are, um, we have the the National Suicide Awareness Hotline on our, like, what's it called? On our speed dial right now, just waiting by. Uh, Nick is kind of a closeted Yankee fan, so I'm not sure if he'll go that far. But it's been, it's been a rough 24 hours, guys. But we're here. We're here to give you, you know, recap. As well as preview uh, the rest of the first round of playoff series, so that's the wild card and, and games following that in the um, ALDS round. So Nick and and my my brother in pain, Rob, how you guys doing? Hello everyone. Um, I'm here. I'm here. Um, the Yankees are not a good baseball team at the moment. That's all I'm going to say right now. Yo, I'm good, man. Last night's game was pretty pathetic to watch as kind of a closet Yankees fan. They just got dominated literally from about as soon as Giancarlo Stanton decided not to run, the game was over, in my opinion. So, but we can talk about it a little bit more and get into the NL wild card a little bit as well. We're gonna start there. We're gonna start there. We we can't not start there because, look, honestly, I don't think anyone here realistically thought either the Yankees or the Red Sox were gonna be in the World Series, regardless, right? Like I. That I don't think has anyone's predictions, right? Me and Rob at very early thought that Red Sox shouldn't even be in the discussion. And I know, for instance, Nick has Rays win the World Series, so his prediction's still going. So this kind of, this game was kind of one of those cool playoff games that could have, you know, been nice. But it wasn't. It was just very, like Nick mentioned, ugly from the beginning. Um, everything that was wrong with the Yankees was summed up in that game from terrible fucking managing to players not being ready to do what they're supposed to do um to just not executing right like it was just ugly to watch um in in many different ways and you know i can't even say that the yankees necessarily played that poorly they just played so effortlessly and it looked so disgusting so yo rob i'll start with your sorrows man 
I know last night wasn't what we wanted, but we talked about this a little bit before we got on here. It, it was kind of it was it was kind of predicted. Like we knew that this was kind of what this Yankee team was, man. So so give me your thoughts about the game last night. Yeah, no, for, for sure, man. I, I think the Yankee season has kind of, or rather was already kind of determined from just viewing the first few months of the season. I don't think that they put together a lot of inspiring baseball. I think that any Yankee fan that you ask about this season will kind of tell you if you sat down and watched the games, it was pretty much luck and, you know, going on, going on your runs, right? Like they'd have their stretches of really bad baseball and then put together a, a six, seven game winner and then go on another stretch. And then, you know, until ultimately you're, you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting to get into the wild card on the last day of the season, which look, I say it's pathetic. And then other fan bases might say, well, you made the postseason, but look, we've said this before. Yankee fandom is spoiled. It is what it is at this point. Like, we're just spoiled, right? Like other fan bases would be all over the fact that their team, hey, we made the postseason for four straight years or whatever. Like the Yankees have nothing to show for it. Like they haven't won, they haven't won a title in in what, 12 years now, 13 years now. Like they really have nothing to show for it. And I think the fact that you pointed out Boston makes it even more pathetic because what was the expectation of Boston? Boston was supposed to be in a fucking rebuild, dude. Like, this was supposed to be the year that Boston, oh, kind of slips up. Like, Toronto might pass them in the standings. But no, Boston ends up in the wild card in a technical rebuild year when the Yankees have their talent. It's fine. Look, it's fine. We can make many excuses and everything and say, oh, you know, some guys got injured, some guys underperformed, whatever. Because you also have to look at the positives, right? This Look, this was the first year that they got a healthy Giancarlo Stanton and an Aaron Judge. Aaron, look, for no one who was paying attention to the Yankees, Aaron Judge is pretty much a top five MVP candidate this year. I'm not saying he's going to win it over Otani or, or Vladimir Guerrero or anything like that, but Aaron Judge put together an MVP caliber season in New York this year for anyone that was paying attention. That season just got thrown away over, over nothing. Giancarlo Stanton put together what could be argued his best overall hitting season in New York so far. That just got thrown away. Garrett Cole just threw away. I mean, granted, by fa- some fault of his own because, hey, he is to blame in that wildcard game, but... His his good season was thrown away. It w- he is in the Cy Young conversation. It's more than likely going to go to Robbie Ray, but Garrett Cole put together a 16 and 8 season. Like he's he's in the Cy Young conversation. And all of these players, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether you want to name DJ LeMahieu, Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez, Luke Voigt, whoever else. All of these players that the Yankees have in their lineup at some point or another. I'm not saying this year, but at some point or another within the last 3 or 4 seasons We've been talking about them as top 10 players at their position. So you can't tell me that the talent isn't on the roster. So then you have to look at other areas to kind of execute and improve on, right? And that's not to say that they don't need improvements on the roster because as, as Daniel will probably touch on too, like we already know, let's not get started on the Joey Gallo thing. Cause like we've sat here when the deadline was here, we said, don't do it. Guess what? We did it, which, okay, I'm fine with. We didn't give up almost anything to acquire Joey Gallo. But look, we knew what Joey Gallo was. He is exactly that. Maybe even worse. <laughs> like, so, I, I like, honestly, dude, it's like, I said it about Garrett Cole, too. Garrett Cole needs to get his shit together. Like, you cannot be struggling against Toronto, Tampa Bay, Boston. Like, that's the, that's the main competition. If you're struggling against those teams, 
then like we're never going to win the division and we're always going to find ourselves in a wild card predicament in a one game playoff trying to trying to sneak into the postseason like so i don't really know man there there are uh we can talk about it a little more and stuff in in more detail but there are some definite changes how steinberger needs to sit down because there are some definite changes that need to happen in new york you know i I, for, for me the moment of the night that i was kind of just like Someone gets it. It was when, when A-Rod was talking about team building and how the Yankees have built in the last few years. Yeah, and the Red Sox too, for, to a certain extent, but they, they just they do it a little bit differently. But he was saying how, look, the Yankees, the Red Sox, these big market teams can't try to win like Tampa Bay does. And if you look at the Yankee moves that, they, that they've made in the last couple, more than a couple of years, last like right after they fired Jardy or, or right around that time, it was moves designed to save some money, not go over the luxury cap. Look, look at the team that won the World Series last year. Granted, you know, it, it was the Disneyland World Series of all World Series, but, you know, they have a chance to win a World this year. And that team spends money. Like, for all those jokes that Dodger fans were saying last night about, oh, ha, ha, Garrett Cole, 30, 300 million. Yeah, motherfuckers, you literally have someone who can't play because he can't have regular sex. So stop it right now right like you have your own issues as far as spending money on shit that you can't even use but my point is if you're a dodger team if you're a yankee team your advantage is that you have money use that advantage right like yankee fans we we are assholes but we sell out that place is sold out when we have the talent right there's never a time where the yankees are winning and the team's a good team and we have a, a, a team that we believe can win the World Series, that that stadium isn't packed, right? Like, you know, the fans will pick, come up, they will pay for those things. Trust me, as someone who's paid for an $18 beer at a stadium, your money's coming, man. I, I know I know the difference in how much money they make on, on one beer alone. But anyway, that's not the point. That's neither here nor there. You know, what I'm saying, though, and, and I agree with A-Rod, is look, stop trying to be the Rays. Why the hell are we trying to be the Rays? Go out there. Get guys that you know fit your team. If you have to pay a little bit more for them because you're the Yankees and you have that money, pay for them. You know, like, the Joy Gallo situation is frustrating. You know why? Because he's an analytic darling. He reminds me of Adam Dunn when Adam Dunn was for the Reds and, and the analytic community loved him. Yet you watch him play and you're like, yeah? Like, yeah, he hit you 40 home runs and walked a billion times. By the way, how good were the Reds those seasons? How good were the White Sox? White Sox won the World Series with him on that team, I believe, one time. But still, overall, it wasn't left a lot to be desired, right? So what I'm saying is there's different ways to go about it, guys. You don't all have to do the same thing. The Rays are good at what the Rays do. Let them keep doing it. The A's are good at what the A's do. They're probably never going to win a World Series that way. But they have to do that. Let's not play their game. Um, I can spend eight hours talking about this stuff. So, But before any of that crap, Nick, I'm going to kick it to you, right? Because you're the, the, the least biased person out of uh, out of me and Rob watching this game. So you definitely saw it from a different lens, most likely. What were your thoughts about last night and what went down in Boston? Yeah, for me, <clears throat> I, had to wa- I had to listen to it on the radio yesterday because I was at work to start, and then I had to, you know, do some errands afterwards. So I watched the game today, and it was different to hear it on the radio because even listening to it on the radio, you could hear how bad the Yankees were playing. It was visual through audio, and it was – it was just really that bad, and that's what sucks. Watching it today it made it even worse. And legitimately, like even though I knew the outcome, seeing Stanton hit that ball and not even run 
was just it really just showed me how much this game was almost over before it even started and you know there's there's rumors going around different you know podcasts different articles around Garrett Cole's hamstring injury that might be a legitimate thing and the problem with being Garrett Cole in that is if you do have a hamstring injury that's going to limit you what are you going to say you can't go out there and take the rock in that game because you're going to get even worse if you don't take the rock versus if you are injured and you can't throw your curveball very well but he he was not Garrett Cole he has not been Garrett Cole for a while especially in Boston I believe he has six ERA over his last five games or something crazy uh, not just against Boston but his last five starts of the year so Garrett Cole might he just might not have been the guy to go with even though he's making all that money and you know, I've been a little bit of a Boone defender, and this game absolutely showed why Boone should not be managing at least the Yankees, if not any other team. Uh, but they didn't start Gio Urshela at shortstop, and they ended up putting him in. And their speedster, I, I can't think of the guy's name, but the guy who started shortstop last name. Last uh, Andrew, night, Velasquez. He, Andrew Velasquez. Yes, Velasquez. He should have been on the bench for the simple reason of you need a guy scoring from first on a ball in the gap in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. For no other reason. He is the fastest guy on the team. His entire talent is on the bench in that game because he's not a great defender. He's not a great hitter. He's a speedster. He should have been on the bench for the later innings. And the way they started him and he got one at bat and then he gets pitch hit for by Rugen and Odor to lead off an inning. Look, man, if you want Rugen and Odor to run into one, you don't want him to do it leading off an inning. Because if he runs into one, it's one run. That's not going to do anything for you. He needs to be in there with runners on. So if he does run into one, the game was so mismanaged. That's my biggest takeaway is I don't know if the Yankees need an overhaul of talent. I'm not going to say it wouldn't hurt. Uh, seeing as much as I love Brett Gardner, to see him starting the wild card game for center not, field for the Yankees. He should not be starting any on any team. No, he shouldn't. And I love me some Brett Gardner. And if you want to go for nostalgia, that's great. But he, there's no way Brett Gardner is a starting outfielder on any sort of serious contending postseason team. I'm sorry. He's just not. And if that is your talent base, that's really, really rough. But it starts with Aaron Boone. He showed how bad he was with so many decisions last night that it's it's just crazy to me that he if he comes back, as much as he is the media guy the Yankees need, it's really, really sad. The team, I don't know how much of a talent overhaul it needs. And when you know when you talk about doing it the way, the way the Rays do it, and A-Rod saying they need to spend their money. Look, A-Rod, the more and more he's on TV, the more and more stupid he sounds. He needs to be off the air because, yeah, okay, don't do it like the Rays. No, do it like the Rays. The Rays don't go out and get Joey Gallo for a reason. The biggest name they've signed is Nelson Cruz for his 40 bonds. He's also a 300 hitter over the last five years, I think. Like, they're not going out to get the three true outcome guys. That's not who the Rays are. They end up being a very high strikeout team and a fairly decent home run team, but they also have guys that they just platoon like crazy, and they don't go get Joey Gallo because he's not a platoon player. You're not going to give that guy a platoon. So do it like the Rays do. Go figure out how you get all these little pieces. Go build a 50-man roster where you only put 40 on your man roster, and you have 10 major leaguers in the minor leagues, and you have problems with who do you bring up at shortstop through the middle of the year. There's so many ways to do it like the Rays, and then you do like the Dodgers do, where they did the exact same thing the Rays did. They built their minor league system. They built their 40-man roster with so much depth. And they have, think of all the guys we really talk about with the Dodgers, the Chris Taylors, the Max Muncies, all of these guys that kind of come out of nowhere and perform like all-stars. But then you do what you can do as the Yankees. Then you go and make the big signing like the Garrett Cole. That's where you don't do it like the Rays. 
but you need to figure out how to build a true 40 man roster. They're so top heavy and they're so three true outcome. That's where they're never going to be good in the postseason. They're not going to go on very many deep runs unless it's just pure luck. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, the, the hitting philosophy is a whole different nature. So so when I mean what A-Rod was right, I mean spend the money for the guys that deserve the money. Where, where our opinions differ is like I, I agree with you in the fact that Joey Gallo's not that person, right? Like we have enough of the Joey Gallo's on the team, right? But if you have a, you know, Aaron Judge is not going to free agent market, but you are actually he might be, right? We have to resign him. You pay, you pay for Aaron Judge, right? That's a guy that it shouldn't be about hassling over pennies. You go out and you and you pay the man his money, right? Like you know, as far Dude, as it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be that example though. It's like it's like, look, you just went from Joey Gallo to Aaron Judge, right? I'll give you a simpler one. Why not trade for Starling Marte instead of Joey Gallo? It's literally oh, about absolutely. just making better decisions. Like that's why we're yeah. not even like I'm listening. I'm I'm listening to both of you talk, right? And it's just like I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but then it's like some things I tweak, right? It's like. We don't even need it. We're not asking for any type. I want to make this clear. We're not asking for any type of big roster overhaul. We're really not. All we're asking is for you to target the correct players. We're not telling you to, hey, go out and sign superstars at every position. That is not what we're saying. But there are decisions that you need to make if your team, right, is heavy on strikeouts. If your team is heavy on strikeouts, I understand that you're trying to add another lefty bat, but you could have gotten that done by just adding Rizzo and then trading for someone else. Starling Marte, who clearly, clearly was having, I mean, I think he's the batting champion, right? Like, I, I think he might have won the batting title, or he, he might have gotten uh, not counted because of the yeah. amount of games. But he hit, yeah, he hit like 320 on the year or something. That is who you should have targeted. That is That was a difference maker in your lineup because it was different than what you had. Not the same thing like we knew Joey Gallo was going to bring. Like, that's that's the funny thing. It's like the Yankees are afraid. In some aspects, it's like, yes, make better decisions. But then in other aspects, it's like, y'all really afraid to do what made y'all a dynasty in the first place. Like, yo, go out there and make that Max Scherzer level trade. Like, just get right. that done. Like, why, why are y'all so scared? Why are y'all so scared? Like, again, uh, yo, someone brought up a really good point. Why is Garrett Cole, like, look, I'm, I'm happy that Garrett Cole's on the team right now. I love it, right? But I'm saying, why was Garrett Cole not on the team back in 2018, back in 2019? Like, when you had the opportunity to do the same thing that the Astros did, when the Yankees were better built, you could have added Garrett Cole to that mix. But now you add him to this and don't, and, and are not putting the pieces in the way that they fit around him properly, right? Like, and again, this isn't to take away Blame from Garrett Cole because he did not show up in that wild card game, and we can we can attribute some of it to his injury or whatever. But he just hasn't been showing up, and it's not just with Boston; it's with the division, and that is very problematic. Like, and and I need to mention one more thing quickly, which none of us here have mentioned. Right? You know what's even more pathetic? The fact that yo y'all did not go out there and just make Nathan Elvaldi look like Chris Sale. <laughs> nah, you're looking like I'm just like. I'm just like, look, look, I get that. I, I, I'm not, I told people too, let's be honest about something. John Carlos should have had three homers. Like, ah, like that's why I hate that wall at Fenway. I love Fenway because it's a, You can't say that. Dude, you can't say dude, that. No, no, look, 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 I understand. I understand. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying he should have had three homers on some, on some watch. I get it. But no, Fenway is Fenway. You have to deal with the situation. 
But that's why I hate that green wall sometimes because it breaks your heart. It absolutely breaks your heart. Like think about that green wall not being there would have been a crazy game for Giancarlo last night. But it is what it is. And But I'm just like, look, I'm still not over the Evaldi thing. I'm just like, y'all weren't even out there facing Chris Sale, man. Like, no, I really with Evaldi. With him, like, I get it because he is not the name. I've loved Nate Evaldi since he was on the Marlins. And he's always been the guy that's throwing 100 miles an hour and yeah. should be better than he is. But look, the dude has one of the lowest walk rates, if not the lowest walk rate among starting among qualified starters in the American League. He also has the least amount of home runs giving up, which means he doesn't walk you. He also does not give up home runs. That is a true... Okay, he's not an ace, but for one game, he can be. This should not be that surprising. And if it is, you're not truly watching baseball that much. Dude, he it's surprising because do. they just fucked them up. They That's just fun. fucked them up in the last series. Like, it's literally the same lineup. It's literally the same lineup. You cannot tell me that y'all that, that cannot tell me. If, if, if anything, it's like this. If anything, back, blame goes back on the Yankees. Because why would you change your game plan? If you jump exactly. on the guy early, the if you jump on the guy early, then like still... No, but it's it's still equal because you can blame on the Yankees for not jumping on him early. But the reason that you could jump on, on him early is because his shit is not that level shit. Like, it's really not. Like, we no, can right. sit here and say he throws 100. Great. But Nate Eovaldi is a number three starter. Like, that's just what he is. So, hold on, hold on. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of... So, I'm on the Nathan Eovaldi side of... I think when Nathan Eovaldi is healthy, he's a top 10 kind of stuff guy. I think Nathan Eovaldi's biggest struggle... For a always, game. Well, yes, well, and well, it right, took right, one right, game right, and right, he did right. it. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I know, but that's what I'm that's that's exactly my point. That's exactly my point. For a game. Like y'all really making these guys, these one, these one-level game pitchers look like hot shit when they not. That's exactly my point. If it was a guy like Chris Sale who does it consistently, who should be your big game pitchers, like a Garrett Cole, who fucks up in this situation. I get it. But the Yankees are putting together a pattern, not just with Eovaldi, with games that fucking count. Yeah, yeah, in no, which they true. are letting pitchers that are lesser than look like hot shit, and that is a problem. So, so I, like, the, the, with Evaldi, the huge rock stand. I think if Evaldi had a healthy career, we're talking about him in the same breath as we're talking about Garrett Cole. I, I really do think he has that level of talent. It's just he's been snake bitten by by injury after injury after injury after other injury. Uh, I want to say he's one of the guys that had Tommy John twice. I, I don't, um, I don't, I, I know he's at, he's had at least once. I think he, he might've had it twice. I, he's had it once. Garrett Richards, the other pitcher on their staff that's had it twice. Okay. Okay. But, but, you know, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about the Red Sox here too, because I think it's really important to see how they won this game. You know, I, you know, whether you have belief in, in Evaldi or not, you know, the, the guy has plus stuff, right? When it was time for, for them to take him out. That's where Alex Cora made his money. And that's where I think the Yankees really quit. Because, not for that, look, Boston's bullpen is crap, right? It's garbage. Aside from Robles, who I really like, who they, who they picked up from the Angels, there's not really much there that I'm excited to bring out. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you beat the Red Sox. You, you try to get Ivaldi, Sale, whoever's on the mound to pitch as, you know, throw as many pitches as possible, get to that bullpen. Because that bullpen really is their weakness. That bullpen is why I don't believe that they go very far, right? Um, but last night, once, you know, after Aaron Judge got thrown out of the plate, which, by the way, bonehead baseball play, you're Pretty down two. You're, you're, you're down two. You have the tying run at second if you stay at third. You're literally a ground ball to the shortstop away from making it a one-run game. 
and you say, yeah, no, nah, fuck it. We're going to try to score on this for whatever <laughs> fucking reason. Yeah, Nevin messed that up big time. Yeah, it, it's it's fucking stupid. It's, 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 it's yo, so much, yo, so much show that people were on Team Nevin, like, for most of the year, and now people are, like, calling for his job. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that, whole, that, <laughs> that, a, that whole Yankee pitching staff has to go. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of, of Blake, but he needs to go, too, because honestly, you know, We'll we'll find out what what was going on with with Garrett Cole, whether that hamstring injury is you know played a part or not. But there's no reason why you shouldn't be heavier on your fastball. You have to pitch to your strengths at some point. We didn't pick up Garrett Cole to be a fifty percent slider guy. He's not that person. You play off the fastball when you're a power pitcher like that, right? Like, you know, Nick, if you threw ninety eight, ninety nine, touching a hundred. You're using that fastball. I don't care how good of a fastball hitter you are. That's hard to do, right? And then yeah. you you use the, you use your breaking stuff off that, right? Like the fact, like ah, Xander Bogarts hit a home run off a changeup. There's no Down reason the middle. in hell why why Garrett Cole should be throwing a changeup in that situation, especially not to that caliber of a hitter. You don't get beat on your third pitch on your third best pitch. You know, it, it's so it's just a lot. Bro, of stuff. weren't they weren't they talking about how? Uh, I think if I remember correctly, right before he hit that homer, the the announcers yeah. were talking about like how he was on how he ended the season like what like five for thirty something or something yeah, like five that. Yeah, five for thirty five. Like, yeah. oh my lord. Oh. Yeah, but but hey, but just stick to, stick to the Red Sox, man. What they did last night, what was impressive to me was their approach. What I've been, I've been, I've been yep. screaming this shit for two fucking years. They know when, how to look at pitches. Look, when 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 Verdugo came up there late in the game, bases loaded. Yo, how easy it is for him just to try to say, yo, fuck it, I'm going to pull it. If, if I hit Pepsi pull, like, awesome, I get a grand slam. No, he actively just tried to go up the middle. What happened? Got a good piece of one. It wasn't, it wasn't the hardest hit ball. It was a good line drive, but that's all he needed, right? With nobody on base, Hunter Renfro was up. Hunter Renfro guy, he, Hunter Renfro's a power guy, right? Let's, let's, let's call it what it is. He's a, power, he's a power guy. Dude hits up. Dribbler down second uh, up second base was well, you know it was a yo I was just gonna bring that up too because that was impressive because they pulled yeah. the entire infield over the left side they had three guys on the left side of second base and he just puts the bat on the ball to the right he, side he hit a fourteen bouncer your average ground ball to second base <laughs> that's a single and, and that's a single in, in the books though right and and it that's keeps the going that's the difference you know what right. I mean and and here's the thing and and this is where I'd say why coaching matters Hunter Renfro in his career he's not the guy that does that. Hunter Renfro in his career has been the guy that you say, hey, look, man, we're facing a lefty. Go up there, try to pop one. I don't care if you strike out five times today. He goes to the Red Sox, and again, it is a mentality shift. And that starts with Alex Cora. That starts with the, the Red Sox trusting Alex Cora, that he knows what he's doing. And that's why you have guys having these long at-bats. That's why you have these guys doing things like hitting a single that's really an 18-bouncer through the second to, to, to a second baseman. And that's the stuff that matters. I, I know that nobody wants to hear this because everyone's like, oh, the team he hits most, the most home runs wins games. Yeah, but you got to be in a position to be able to do nah. that, right? Like, 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 I'm sorry. Like, if the Yankees get three hits and they're all home runs, yeah, that's three runs. If you hit a home run with people on base, that's, that's, that's probably more runs. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's frustrating because it should be so simple, but it, it's, it's just not. And yeah. Look, kudos to the Red Sox. I, because we're Yankee fans, I know we've kind of talked about the Yankees a lot, and, and it's a <laughs> it's a disservice to what the Red Sox did last night. Because Red Sox came out, they played their no, they game. They deserve it. They, they absolutely deserve it. Nathan Avaldi is a dude. Look, he, he's their he's their gambling pick, right? Where if he's healthy, jackpot. 
But you know that the possible that, that, that the chances are that he's usually not healthy. But when he's there, you're gonna use him, right? Um, do I have faith against them in the Rays? I'm gonna say I do because the Rays just play. Honestly, for me, the, the the Rays are just sleight of hand. It's like, look, you've never really heard of these guys. They just throw 99, and you're not gonna really get a great scouting report on them. We're gonna try to beat you with this, you know? Like that. That's that's the way I see the Rays playing right now. And not that they don't have talented guys, right? Like Wander Franco, he's a legitimate top guy in this game. He's going to be a legitimate top guy in this game. Um, Rosarena does his thing. I'm not a big Rosarena fan, right? I think he's overhyped based on last year, but he's still a pretty good player. Um, and Austin Meadows is, is doing his thing, right? So, and, and Nelson Cruz, right? Like, so, so they, they have pieces. I'm not going to stay up here and say that they that, that don't have a chance, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if Boston does beat them because, you know, we talked we talk about the season. There's nothing we can point at with the Rays and say, this is why they're winning. Nope, they're, they're not, none of their stats in any area are necessarily great. They're kind of on the on the higher side of middle of the pack on all their statistics. So, you know, we'll see, right? I, I know Nick has them winning. I have them winning too, but I'm just saying I would not be surprised if Boston makes it a series and wins. Um, you know, one thing for the Yankees to possibly look at: Giancarlo Stanton over his last eight playoff games, eight playoff games, he's got a 1.503 OPS. That's that's all-time great. That's that's David Ortiz great, and that shouldn't be overlooked. Stanton gets a lot of heat for a lot of time missed and big-time slumps. He's becoming a postseason dude, so if the Yankees can put some other players around him, particularly you know in the, in the starting staff and really maybe go three or four deep, that's going to be good for him coming up in the future. Uh, for the Red Sox, something's very, like you said, man, their approach last night was what you want to see in the postseason. And the crazy thing is, they were the second worst team in the American League at swinging at balls outside of the zone. And the Yankees were the first best. So the Yankees are the most selective team in the regular season with pitches to swing at. And here's why I say that Nate Ivaldi needs to get a lot more credit and it shouldn't be such a surprise. Nate Ivaldi is a home run suppressing pitcher. As much as you want to say he doesn't have great stuff, he's not a number one guy. He's one of the best in the league at not giving up home runs and he's always around the zone. And he's pitching to a team that doesn't swing outside of the zone. And he still went right after him. Nadia Uvaldi on the Red Sox went after the Yankees and said, here, you guys do it again. And they couldn't. And that's where you've got to give Nadia Uvaldi a lot of credit. He went right after him with his best stuff. His stuff matches the Yankees stuff. And he still dominated. That's the kind of stuff that he has. But the Red Sox as a team, they went, it seems like, almost away from their regular season pattern of swinging at everything. And they really made Garrett Cole bring it in the zone or whoever. And the perfect example of that is the Xander Bogarts home run in the second, where, yeah, Garrett Cole tried to outsmart him with a changeup, his fourth best. Let's be honest. It's his fourth best pitch. Yeah. Everything else is better than that. It might be. He only throws five pitches, and it might be his sixth best pitch. That's how bad his changeup is. He tried to surprise Bogarts, and the ball was so down the middle that, I mean, I think any one of the three of us could have hit it out. It was just that perfect. 89 miles an hour right down the middle at perfect height it's a bp that's ball. what the red sox did yesterday they made everything come to where they wanted it and even on the base passes everything came they controlled the game from the start to the end and you're right if they do that with the, going going to series with the rays the rays are gonna be in a lot of trouble but boston really dominated that game in every aspect yeah absolutely yeah. man uh, absolutely yo i, I just want to say one more thing on, on, on boston real quick too i think all three of us would agree that when we had our preseason talk on Boston and depending on on where we had them I don't think any one of us had them in the top two spots in the no, AL definitely East. not definitely um, not even close but but I think if I remember correctly and, and now I mean we can pretty much all agree 
the reason why we did not have them as high is because of their pitching. Absolutely. Like yeah. their lineup at full strength. And let and that's another thing. JD wasn't even in the yep. game yeah. last night. Not even on the and roster. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's it's like, dude, it's like their lineup at full strength. It is right there, dude. It's right there with the Yankees. It's right there with the Blue Jays. Like it, it. Their lineup is it. If their pitching can find it, like that's what I'm saying. I don't want it to come off as like we're not giving them credit because another thing you pointed out. Look, the Red Sox have their share of superstars, JD, uh, Devers, Bogarts, right? But it's about adding those problematic hitters around them. That's Alex Verdugo, Kike yeah. Hernandez. Yep. Like yeah. adding those problematic hitters that are just like up there. And ready to take like twelve pitch at bats until they get on base is just like is also just a great key for them. So hey, it worked for the Red Sox. They're gonna move on to face the Rays. Um, and, but like you said, like you said, you said you wouldn't be surprised. But like I would still lean. Um, yeah, I would. I, I would still probably lean Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, and and you have to lean Tampa, right? Tampa's just been too good not to lean on them. And again, not that anyone who doesn't follow baseball knows anybody on that team, but. They're they're a good squad, man. You know what's crazy? Tampa Bay is is they play. I want to say they play tomorrow or on Friday is the first game. I have no idea who's gonna start the game for them. And this is the this 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 is the team with the best record in in the AL. And I have no idea. Probably somebody picked up waivers or Michael. Yeah, Walker. yeah. It, it's it's gonna be. It, it, yeah. Who's the guy from the mess that threw the? That's literally ball? a clock. That's literally a compliment to them. Like I like that. That's a compliment to them because if yeah. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest, I was like when Tyler Glasnow went down, I was like, "Yo, Tampa's out of it." Like that's exactly what I yeah, thought. We all did. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they're here is just impressive. Impressive. Like I I can't even hate on it. Yeah. No. So it's you know, it's one of those things where again, and you know, talk talk to anybody who who watches baseball from a point where they're not like in the Rays organization. They'll tell you the same thing. There's nothing that you point at that is really anything you can equate to their success with, right? They're they're not they don't have any kind of strength. They're just okay at everything and 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 win games, which is all that really matters. Which is you know Kevin Cash deserves a lot of credit for that too, as well as the organization that's putting those players in in those positions. So again, nobody knows how it's gonna happen, right? Like I. I don't consider them mashers. You know, there's nobody in that lineup that scares me necessarily more than anybody else. But they get it done, timely hitting. You know, they figure it out. But let, let's get to the game tonight. And by the time you guys hear this, you, you'll know the winner. So it, it might be a little bit late. But tonight, it's the Dodgers. Whew, the Dodgers and the Cardinals. I, I got to say, man, look, if, if I'm a Dodger fan, games like this have to scare me. The Cardinals are coming in red hot. Um, before the playoffs, they, they siphoned off something like 18 out of 19, 17 in a row at one point. We know the players on that team. Look, Wainwright's going to go for them. He's not the Wainwright of, of, of old, but he is very effective with the Wainwright he is today. Arenado, he's been doing his thing, coming back to, uh, to a field where he's very comfortable at. At Dodger Stadium, right? He used to be in the NLS, so he played there a lot. Uh, Goldschmidt went from, huh, I wonder what happened to that guy, to, wow, this guy, I, I get why he was in the MVP conversation and why they paid him the amount of money. Other guys on that team, Harrison Bader, have just come up and just been doing great things for them, right? Like, this is a team that very silently kind of just came out of nowhere and, and, and gotten hot at the right time. 
and and now they're here for a one game playoff. The Dodgers we know have the super team, right? Like we know we we've heard their names. Uh, Max Scherzer is going to go for them tonight. The, the big piece, you know, Trey Turner has played like the best middle infielder in the game since being on 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 the Dodgers. Let's be honest, before that he was still killing it. So I'll I'll give it to you, Nick. I know you're you're the dog turd hater here, or <laughs> you're uh trademark name word out here. So what what do you see happening today? It, you know, should Dodger fans be, be a little bit hesitant to to be so confident, or is this just kind of all smoke right now? Uh, all of the above. That this is what I love about baseball. I have no idea. This this is such a good game to go into because everything points to the Dodgers in every single aspect: offense, pitching. The only thing that the Cardinals have over the Dodgers is defense. And when you get into the postseason, defense could make a really big deal. They've got three outfielders that could all play center field on pretty much any team and make an absolutely game-saving play at any moment. And it could be the very first hitter of the game to move momentum. You know, Mookie Betts could lead off and hit an absolute smash in the gap. And Harrison Bader or Tyler O'Neill or anybody who's out there could make a, you know, a diving catch to stop a double or even a triple. So there's there, – and there's so many storylines here. I mean – uh, I heard on a podcast today that the Dodgers have the worst average against the curveball, against the right-handed pitching curveball. And Adam Wainwright has the best right-handed pitching curveball in all of Major League Baseball this year. Like, those two things just line up to show you that the Cardinals have an absolute legit chance. It's going to be very interesting because you're playing in L.A., which is, you know, it can be a hitter's park if it's weather's hot. It can be a pitcher's park. There's so many different ways this game could go that it's almost impossible to predict. I. I can't imagine the Dodgers win 106 games and lose in the wild card game. This is their first wild card game ever. They've won the division eight years in a row. So this is new for them. And they have not played very many game sevens. And the ones that they have played, they tend not to win. So they're not necessarily the most clutch team over the past decade in the postseason. So let's see how that plays out. Losing Max Muncie to me is a big deal. Team leader in home runs, team leader in RBIs. And a, just a team leader. That's a guy, like, even as a former Giants fan, and as much as he just absolutely demolished the Giants, I love watching Max Muncy play. To go tell Madison Bumgarner to get out of the water, that, that's the guy I want on my team. That's a leader I want to have. To not have him out there, I know he's going to be in the dugout cheering him on, but you're really looking at Cody Bellinger right now as a main guy. Is that what you want to do as, as the defending world champions trying to make a defensive run? That, that's very scary. Like, I don't want to see Cody Bellinger as one of my key guys. He should be number four or five or six or seven this year. So what do I see happening? I see the Dodgers winning like six or seven to two because I just don't see Max Scherzer kind of giving up anything more than two runs. They're probably going to both be solo home runs. It's probably going to be Nolan Arenado and uh, Goldschmidt back-to-back and then nothing else because that's just the kind of bulldog that he is. I see the Dodgers pulling out, but I will say it would not shock me at all if the Cardinals pull this out in a two-to-one game because Wainwright goes nine with nine innings with one run given up and just absolutely dominates the Dodgers with his curveball. And they put together just enough runs to be on top of the end of nine innings. It, it, it's, you know, when you look at, when you look at the, the Dodgers lineup and, 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 you know, they put it out already for today's game. It looks a lot less scary with, with Max Muncy out of it. Right. Um, you know, a lot less. Mookie Betts is, is, is a very good leadoff hitter. You know what he can do, right? He's 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 one of the game's top players. This last year, I, I would say it's last year. Uh, it was different in twenty twenty and in, in the past. He's a guy who is susceptible to that curveball, right? He's he's pulling off a lot more in the last year 
th- than he has in his career. He, he's he's not he hasn't really been that off field guy this year, for whatever reason. It could be a um, you know, maybe it was a philosophy change, whatever it is. But he's doing a little bit less damage off, off that curveball. Um, you know, Corey Seager, Trey Turner, who's probably the hottest bat that the you know that they have now, uh, hitting the third spot, Justin Turner. After that, I think there's a lot to be desired. Right, like that's a that's a strong four guys to have to get through, but I, I've said it before. Will Smith doesn't scare me. Will Smith is a guy who I think I love behind the plate offensively. I'm not afraid of him. I think he's one of those regular season. He's gonna put up the numbers guy, but one game test situations, I'm okay without him. You know, AJ Pollock. He's kind of like the he's the Nathan Avaldi of the offensive players, where he's never healthy, but when he is healthy, he can he can he can produce. So. He should he should he should do pretty well today. BD and, and Bellinger to finish it off, and obviously no no uh, DH in the National League. So all I'm gonna say is they're beatable, right? They're definitely beatable, especially in a one game situation. If you're a Dodger fan, you know that's like the Dodgers are a lot of, a lot like the Yankees in that situation where I don't necessarily know if if they're a great one game team. Granted, last year they showed that they were last year. Dave Roberts showed that, yeah, look, this team, doesn't matter what the situation is, we'll find a way to adapt and, and, and win. So, I, you know, I actually really do have confidence that the Dodgers taking the next step and they'll win today. Yeah, I, I think I think that there's good reason why the Dodgers are going to be the favorites in this game. I think a lot of people would put their money on the Dodgers. And, I, and frankly, I think that a lot of people would probably prefer the Dodgers to advance, right? Because if they're set up to face the San Francisco Giants and with the way that both of them uh, played this season, if they do advance, it, it's going to pro- – it's more than likely going to be the best series in, in the in the division series, to be honest. It's probably going to be the, the best series of, of the first round if that were to happen. Um, but there's just just simply because of that, there's no way that I'm going to pick the Dodgers. <laughs> like, so I, I'm just going to take the Cardinals. And, you know, I think I think I was following along with what Nick was saying about Adam Wainwright. And I think he would agree with me that Adam Wainwright is exact probably exactly the guy that you want out there pitching your night for the Cardinals simply because the guy because of the guy that he's going to be throwing to yeah. and that's Yadier Molina and it's funny that we're doing this episode today because I was watching a video earlier that was taking a look at Yadier Molina's career um and it was it was basically just making you know uh, a case for him if he should or should not go into the Hall of Fame, and they were looking at different things like that. And one of the things that came up was looking at Adam Wainwright specifically. And Adam Wainwright has a whole run lower ERA throwing the Yadier Molina in his career than any other catcher. And I think having Yadier Molina back there, like. Yadier Molina is a game changer. As a catcher, his framing, some of the best framing we've seen in the history of the game, that can change any game. That can trip up umpires. That can get calls to go their way. And that's kind of the stuff that the Cardinals need when when you're going up against a heavy favorite like the Dodgers, right, and and that Dodger lineup. Like, I mean, the St. Louis Cardinals lineup is definitely nothing to sleep on either. I mean, they have Nolan Arenado and Goldschmidt, and they, they have those guys out there in the outfield and Bader and O'Neill, like they definitely have some solid bats, but I think definitely how Nick was alluding to, I think if the Cardinals get out of the wild card, it has to go through Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. They have to hold the game for the Cardinals. It, 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 they have to hold down that lineup. 
if if they hold down that lineup, I think the Cardinals have a good shot. But if they let the game get get too wide open, or even you know, even if you let the Dodgers get get in early, two nothing, three nothing, like that's a that's already an advantage. I think I think the Cardinals are confidence wise as well are going to go as far as as they see uh, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina connecting out there early. It's it's going to be fun to watch, man, and and um, Yadier's going to play one more year after this year, right? I think that's what he said. Um, he has he has one yeah. more season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do believe he and I mean, look, after that we all know what's coming, right? It's it's a 5-year wait and yeah. He's he's more than likely going to be a first ballot. Um I I've said it before, at worst he'll be a se- a second ballot like if some people just want to hold out for dumb reasons, but yeah, I mean it it is what it is. It's a, it's a great career for him and and yeah, this is this is just, you know, another post another postseason for 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 these champions here, right? Cuz cuz Wainwright and and Molina have already done it before, so I'm I'm really excited for this game, um, especially after last night where, where you know Yankees just play a bad bad just play bad baseball. These are two teams who play really good baseball. Um, Cardinals are probably one of my favorite teams to watch right now. They do everything the right way. Um, probably the best defensive team to watch too, just just in the way they execute, just just the simple things, right? And it comes down to to little things like that sometimes. So, I. I'm excited. Hey, Nick, did you have something to say, man? I saw you come off mute. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, with the defensive side of it, if I might have misread the stat, but I'm pretty sure that I saw that the Cardinals' defense has a 25 <clears throat> defensive run save, and Adam Wainwright starts this year. It's almost a run a game. So you're absolutely right. The defense, like, you usually don't talk about defense too much, but in a playoff single game, that could mean literally the entire difference in this game. And the one thing I really like about this game is no matter who wins it, the next storyline going against the Giants is absolutely probably going to be the storyline of the next season, the next series, because you either have Giants, Dodgers, who goes, whoever goes on the NLCS, or you have Giants, Cardinals, who through the Giants runs in the early 2010s, it always seemed to be against the Cardinals, and they have a good postseason rivalry. So no matter who wins this game, and yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot of Adam Wainwright, but whoever wins this game is going to be a great storyline in the next series. But the defense, I think, watch watch this game for the defense on the Cardinals. It will make a difference in this game. It 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 will it it, it will um it's like I said it's gonna be a fun game to watch. I expect a lot of balls in play, um even even against Max Scherzer who is a power pitcher, strikes people out with his eyes closed, his different color eyes closed. So you know, it, it's gonna be something where where I'm looking forward to it. So, H- however, you know, that's we're gonna find. So we're gonna before you listen to this, you're, you're gonna know the the result of that. So. We do want to talk, um, take you through some of the other matchups, uh, just so you guys know what what is happening and what are we looking forward to in the next few weeks. So Tampa Bay is going to play Boston. Um, you know they played each other all year. I, I expect that to be a good series. I I really do expect that to be a good series. Chicago and Houston. This is huge for two reasons. Houston has gone under the radar this year. I think that Dusty Baker has done a good job of keeping them out of the headlines. All they did this year was was play their games, win. You know, if you heard about anything, it was about like the contract dispute between Correa and and Houston, and even that was kind of under wraps, right? White Sox. I I am considering myself a White Sox fan for for these for these playoffs. I really want them to succeed, not just for because I like the players they have on that team. But because I I want Tony La Russa to, to to just win despite everything that was said about him and all this stuff 
this year from a, you know, I I wouldn't say I want to hang out with Tony Russo. That's not, you know, that's not, I don't care for him in that sense. But I do think he's a great baseball manager. And people often confuse not often, you know, not really being a great person because of whatever your own personal things with being really good at your job. And his job as an AL, as a manager, he does great at that. So, so I want him to succeed for that, even though he might, he's a questionable human being in other aspects of his life, according to reports. Um, on the National League side, you have the Braves playing the Brewers. It's interesting because this isn't the Atlanta team that we expected to be at this stage. Um, I had them winning the division. A lot of people did as well. But the team that we would, we would have said got them there isn't the team that they're playing with while they're there now. Um, with most notably Acuna Jr. not being there. Marcelo Zuna on, you know, in in baseball version of Alcatraz, right? Um, Then you have the Brewers with the three-headed monster. Then you want to add Josh Hader. And the stupidest person, Devin Williams, who punched the wall happily. Oh, what are you doing, you dummy? Um, I had a teammate do that in college, but he was angry. I don't know. Devin Williams, you're you're dumb. And then like Nick Nick, Nick just mentioned, right, San Francisco's either going to play the Dodgers or St. Louis. So, guys, I'm going to kick it over to you. Which series are you most excited to watch? Uh, and I'll start with you, Rob. Yeah, I I probably say it's that it's the winner of tonight's wild card against the Giants. Uh, simply because I don't know, I don't know what to expect from the Giants. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, like I I think a lot of us were were caught by surprise by the by the type of season that they were having because I think I think they the Giants exceeded even um, revised expectations. Like I think. I think even if you saw the Giants' hot start to this season and a lot of people revised, you know, like, oh, maybe the Giants could make a run, I still think a lot of people would have had the Giants as, like, a wild card team in the 90-ish, you know, range of wins. But, I mean, hey, they finished the year with the top record in baseball. There is no way, no how that I could ever have predicted that, uh, at least in this particular season. Um, so I definitely want to see how the Dodgers or St. Louis matches up with them. All right, man. Nick, what about you, buddy? Yeah, I, I'm the same, only because I just the history that's going to go into that series is going to be great no matter what. There isn't a bad series there. And I, I cannot say how I, – I can't overstate how impressed I am that the Giants held off the Dodgers in the second half. The Dodgers had a better 60-game last 60 games in their 2020 season and they had the best record in baseball 2020. So the, and the giants, they've been playing playoff baseball for the last three weeks. They've had a two to five game lead or one to five game lead the last, you know, five weeks. And they've held off the Dodgers of all teams in baseball to hold off. They held off the Dodgers. That's super impressive. So I think that series is going to be, it's going to be a seven game series, no matter what, who they're playing. And that's going to be really impressive to just highlight another one. Uh, absolutely, Boston versus the Rays to me. The Rays are my World Series pick. They have been for a while. And kind of to your point, you still kind of never know how they do it. I mean, they're going to pitch Shane McClanahan as their starter. He led the team in strikeouts only 20 ahead of Tyler Glass now, who didn't play for over half the year. That's that's insane. They got Rich Hill, who is third on their team in strikeouts and didn't even play the whole season with them. Like, they have a new guy every single day. They literally might pick up a guy, you know, off of waivers that might be a World Series MVP. Randy Rosarena last year. It's they're so fun to watch because of that. And 
I really want to see how they, I think they're going to dominate Boston. I think they're going to win it in four or five. I just don't see how Boston plays against them, especially with how bad their bullpen is and how consistent and how much they can, the Rays can match up hitting wise. So I'm really interested in that because I, I see the Rays dominating it. And if they don't, it's really going to surprise me, but I would like, I'm going to watch that series next outside of the giants and whoever they play. It, it, dude, I'm telling you, it's it's smoke and mirrors with the Rays. It, it is insane. I mean, you, but you have to give them credit. You win how you have to win. Um, but you, you know, for me, I, I am really excited. Uh, as I mentioned before, for that White Sox and, and Houston Astros matchup, there's a I, I think there's a lot behind that that series that kind of goes untalked about with both teams. Some people might think that, that the White Sox are early, and if you look at their record compared to everybody else in the playoffs. They were probably in the worst division, right? Where everyone else was out of it so early that they were kind of just cruising the rest of the way. Um, they're not necessarily, I'm not saying they're not at full strength, but I don't know. It's a team that can still get better is, is what I'm trying to say. So it wouldn't shock me if they didn't have, you know, come out and have a great series. Uh, with Houston, they're kind of in a situation that you know the players, but you definitely think of them differently. I don't think anyone considers Houston a powerhouse right now. Um, the way they've they've got it done is, is very similar to the Rays in some aspects, where uh, the guys on the mound aren't really the guys you you, you expect. Um, obviously, you know Justin Verlander. Um, you know the offense has kind of been it's been different, right? Because Alex Bregman has kind of been hurt most of the year. Correa has been kind of hurt. Jose Altuve. He's been he's been great, but you're really relying more on guys like Cal Tucker, who who have been really great this year. Um, Jordan Alvarez, who you know he's, he's pretty much a reincarnation of David Ortiz in, in some ways. So it's gonna be a good matchup to watch. I, I think it's gonna be the most interesting matchup to watch too. I, I, if I see any of them going seven, I think that's the one for me. I, I you know, it's it's weird to say, but I don't trust the Giants in the playoffs. Like if the Dodgers play the Giants in the ALDS. I have the Dodgers winning it in like five. Um, you know, when, when it comes to Atlanta and the Brewers, if you if you look at just what baseball usually works like, the Brewers should dominate that. You have three of the best starters in baseball this year, and it's kind of weird. I'm not gonna say I'm rooting for the Red Sox on this one, but I I hate when you can't really put a finger on why something worked, and with. With the Rays, it, stop hating on the Rays. Nah, man, I'm gonna hate on the Rays. I'm, I'm gonna hate on the Rays. Well, he does. <laughs> no, I have to look because here's the thing. In, fr- from a, Here we go. The Rays rant. From a Let's base, go. from a baseball player's perspective, right? If I'm who's a really good baseball player, if I'm Aaron Judge, right, and I see the Rays winning the way they win, that lowers my value because you're saying, hey, look. You can pay Aaron Judge twenty five to thirty mil a year, or you can pay Scrubby McScrub Scrub here half of that. He'll only play half the time, but if you get somebody else and you pay him this, they'll it'll make the same amount of impact. You know, you're like, why why would you pay Aaron Judge that at that point, right? Why would you pay pay the good player? And you know, because there's only one raise. That's that's I I see what yeah, you're saying, yeah. but that's the flaw in the logic. Is there literally is there's four teams in baseball that do what the Rays do: the Rays, the the Athletics, the Dodgers, and the Giants. That's it. So Aaron Judge's value goes up because the other 26 teams need the platoon-proof Aaron Judge. 
Sure, sure. I, and, 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 and I absolutely agree with you. But my thing is, it, it, it makes the game, I'm not saying it makes the game hard to watch. I mean, I'm saying like it, it's hard to, it I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with me. Like, I know, like, I know I'm not watching. Can't even explain your hate. That's how much you hate him. No. Can't even explain <laughs> like, yo, like, I know yo, I'm not, here's the thing. Yo, I know. You were screwed in the dark, bro. I know that I hate Tampa Bay. I hate Tampa Bay. But I, I, when I have to give them respect, like, it's just like, yo, like, okay, boom. They went out, got their their first 100-win season. Like, they went out there. They killed it. Their lineup killing it. Boom. Like, it is what it is because, yo, like I said, when Glasnow went down, I was like, it's done. This is the chance right here. And they just went out there and got stronger. Like, what is that? Like, it's just like, even if you can't explain it, like, it's just like, yo. Like, that's why I'm here. It's like, look, Tampa Bay, y'all starting to get on Boston level with me in terms of hate because, like, y'all y'all starting to piss me off. Like, y'all really starting to piss me off because it's fine if I can't explain it. But the fact that y'all – how dare y'all win 100 games? Like, come on, Tampa Bay. Like, no, y'all not, y'all, y'all not but, supposed to go out there and do that. So that's my thing. Like, if, if Boston wins 100 games, I'm not mad at it because I know that the players there are good and if you put them on other teams, they're players that other teams would want. If you take someone like Bro. Joey Wendell, right, who, let's be honest, Joey <laughs> Joey Wendell's as platoon of a player as you can get, right? He like, also cooled off in the second half. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no one's going to talk about that. No, no, but, 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 but what I'm saying, though, is, like, how many teams does Joey Wendell start on in the major league? Right? Mm. Like, like, Not a lot. Right, like, how many, game, how many teams does Rafael Devers start on, on, on any team? All of them. They'll find somewhere to put him, right? Nah, like, like that's, the, that's the thing, too. But, but you know, here, here's another thing, too. It's just, like, the thing about the Rays is like, is it ever going to change financially? No, of course no. not. Like, like because, be, no, but here, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing though, because then it gets to a point where it's just like, okay, so you have a window then. Oh, so you have a window then, because like this group, this group that they have right now is the like, like not just not just like not just off the 100 games that they just won, but this group that they have right now in terms of like. I don't think any one of them is there just yet. But in terms of, like, superstar potential, like, you have your names. Like, there, there's a lot of positives. Like, look, we, we have the personal opinions that we have, right? Yeah, and yeah. we're always going to stick those opinions. But if you're throwing just general names out there, I mean, you're talking you're talking Franco, you're talking Rosarena, you're talking Meadows, you're talking Glass now, like, you're talking Lowe. Like, they, they have, uh, they probably have the strongest, probably the strongest core that they've ever had. So then it gets to a point where it's just like, now you need to start kind of like getting your real shots at these titles because we don't know if it's ever going to change financially. And it's going to get to that point where it's like, these dudes are hitting. Like these dudes are hitting on that potential heavy, heavy. When dudes, start, when so many group, you know, guys are grouped like this together, then it gets to a point where you have to pay them. So then it's like, uh, they might lose some guys along the way. But, but again, it's like, man, Tampa's doing their thing so well that it's just like, I can't, I can't even say nothing because they're going to find somebody else to replace whoever ends up leaving. The reason you can't hate on Tampa Bay is because they, ha- they have to win a title, whether it's this year, next year, whenever. They have to win a title. Everything they do is is basically yeah. fake until they win a title. I until think, then, I, here's the thing, it's I think, all fake. I think if they win a, ba- a title, it's bad for baseball, personally. And, and not just the Rays. I think if the Rays win a title, it's bad for baseball. I think if the A's win a, a, a title, it's bad for baseball. The way that the Dodgers, I mean, not the Dodgers, the way that the that the Giants are built right now. Giants are a little bit different, though, because they, they still have talented players. So I'm not going to say that's bad for baseball, but 
Rays and the A's, those are teams that I really never want to see win a title the way they, they, they way they kind of operate. Because I really do believe it's bad for baseball. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, you can make your statements, whatever, like, but there's, you know, like, for me, there's a reason why the Rays don't have that many fans. It's because you don't have no, you have no fucking idea who's on the fucking team. Same thing with the with Oakland Athletics. Like, Oakland Athletics, at one point, they had a strong fan base, right? When they had Ricky Henderson. When they had Mark McGuire. Canseco. Because when the fans showed up, they knew who was playing. They knew those guys had talent. Right? But now it's like, oh, shit, Mark Hanna's pretty good, I think. Kind of, maybe, sometimes. Right? Like, like that's what you're going with, right? Like, oh, Matt Chapman is good at defense, kind of. some. Well, he's good at defense, but he can kind of hit sometimes when he wants to. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Right? Like, I don't like that. Like, And, and I know it's very small-minded of me. I, I know it's very... Like, oh, think outside the box, man. Like, I get it. I, I get that. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. I just I just don't like it. For me, you know, I, even even with the guys that, that, that um, you mentioned, uh, Rob, you know, with the Rosarena, with um, Tyler Glass now, right? Like, I don't buy it. I, I, I'll say this. I don't really buy into Rosarena. I think he's okay. I, he's a starter on, on pretty much every team. But, like, I don't think he's a, an all-star. Like, I don't think he's, a, he's an every-year kind of all-star kind of caliber player. Same thing with Austin Meadows. I think Austin Meadows is a glorified DH who is going to have a, you know, he's going to put up numbers, but, you know. Bro, I, I, I'll I'm tell saying. you this. That, that's why I say they got their thing. They got their thing because, like, I think they're kind of like player. Those two guys that you mentioned, I think they're going to end up being type players where, like, they're going to – they can kind of lead in their own kind of categories, right? Like I'm, Like, I'm not surprised that Meadows is, like, uh, was he the RBI leader? I'm not sure, yeah, but I think he was he close. Or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, or Rosarena can lead the league in runs or something like that. Like, I, I think they're they're like category. They can lead in 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 some of their categories. But I'll tell you this right now. I'm gonna say this right now. Even the even even with the small sample size that we have, I have to eat my words when it comes to Wander Franco, yo, because that's just you though. I, I didn't I'll, I'll even. That was you. No, no, that, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I have to eat my words. Yeah, no, no. This is me. This is me. Like that dude's gonna be a superstar. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll eat my words on that. Like I was totally wrong on him. Uh. I, yeah. I'm just gonna throw that out there because that is that I've seen. I've seen what I need to see to know that like that is the face of your franchise Absolutely. or the future face yeah. of your franchise. So like, Tampa Bay has good problems. I'll just I'll just put it like that. Look, here's what I'm saying though, right? Like. Wonder, I, I love Wonder Franco. I think he's he's a great talent. Like he's he, for me, he's the best player they've ever had in the history of the Tampa Bay Rays, right? I think he's gonna be better than Crawford. I think he's gonna be better than Longoria, right? Anyone else you want to mention in there? He's that guy. You know, I see him as a potential top five baseball player. Um, but if we're looking at two teams, right? Because I think a very kind of more classic way of building a team is the Blue Jays. If you tell me, hey, look. Bet on a team in the next five years to win the World Series, the Blue Jays or the Rays. I can tell you exactly how the Jays, how the Blue Jays would get there, because it would fucking make sense. You have talent. You have a top five player in the game in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You have guys with, you know, dude Manoa absolutely killed it. You see it. You see the way there. And five years from now, those guys, you can say, hey, look, these guys just got better. You know, they they, they got there. Um, they took their lumps. You know, they, they kind of kept playing. With the Rays, I know for a fact, none of those players are going to be there except for Wando Franco because he has to because his contract's coming up and then he's going to get paid by the Red Sox. But, like, I know that the guys that are on that team, I don't know who's going to be there. I have no idea who's going to be there five years from now, right? 
like for for all the love we're giving Tyler Glass now, let's not forget he was pure booty cheeks before that. He couldn't stay on the field. <laughs> he couldn't stay on the field. He had no command of anything, right? And you know, I, I know that everyone makes fun of Garrett Cole for the whole sticky substance thing. Well, you know who was at the nah, forefront glass, of glass saying now, glass now too? Yeah, glass yeah. Now he was too. at the forefront of saying, like, "Look, I'm injured because I couldn't use this substance." But we we expect him to come back and be exactly the same when he couldn't pull that shit off before. I don't know. All I'm saying is like, I think that the, whoever pitches for the for, for the for the Rays this series, you'll see them. They'll probably perform fucking magically, deliciously. Fucking Lucky Charms, that bitch. <laughs> but that doesn't mean we'll ever hear them again after after this year, right? It'll be like the Blake Snells of the world, where it's like. Hey, Blake Snell, remember when you were a top guy and now you're struggling to get on the rotation? Like, I mean, so. Hey, yo, bro, don't talk about Matt Garza like that. Matt Garza. Oh, my God, Matt Garza. Don't talk about, don't talk James, about Shield? James Shields like oh, that. Oh, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So, 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 look, so it pisses me off because it's so unsustainable. Not that it's unsustainable. It's sustainable for the team. But I can't imagine being a fan of that team because who the fuck's going to be there? When I'm, you know, Whose jersey do you buy? Yeah. Right? Like, whose jersey like, do you buy? I, I, uh, yo, Daniel, Daniel feel Daniel feels the same way that I feel about last night about about how the Yankees performed specifically last night. Daniel feels about the entire Tampa Bay Rays franchise. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, like yo, oh look, like Lord. like I'm, I'm if you're a Tampa Bay Ray fan, if you're one of those five people in the world, good for you, man. Enjoy this stuff because you should enjoy it. Yo, if the if the Yankees had fucking no names and they were in the World Series every year, I'd absolutely be happy, right? Like, what 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 kind of psycho wouldn't be? But all I'm saying is, as a baseball fan, and I guess as we're a baseball purist, I, I hate seeing it because I know that it's not really like, like, cool, they're the best team that year, really, but it's really just because nobody really knows who you are. So there's not as much scouting on you as there are other people. So, you know, uh, I'm sorry, who did you, um, Nick, who you mentioned was pitching on Friday, Lanigan or something? Shane McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. Like... <clears throat> Bro, I can see a world where Shane McClanahan absolutely goes out there, lights out, kills it, and everyone's like, yo, this guy's so good. Then two years from now, we're like, yo, this guy has a seven ERA. I wonder what the hell happened. Oh, there was video on him? What? People found out that this is these are his tendencies? What, we can wait on certain things? Yo. So Blake Nell's meltdown this year was based on people finally having video and tendencies. No, I don't think that's what. No, I, I think Blake Snell is just. I, I think he's having a rough time. Right? I, I actually do think Blake Snell's an okay pitcher. Like, I don't think he's as yeah, bad like, as he showed. Yeah, I gotta leave year. my boy Blake alone. Yeah, like, I, like I think next year he bounces back. I, I honestly, I, I don't think he's. This it's is like, well, like, like I don't know. I'm not gonna go that far. But like, Blake Snell about to win five games against the Dodgers specifically. Oh my god! But but, but you know what I'm saying though? Like 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 there's there's I. I just don't see that long-standing power, and not not all of those guys, right? Because like we've mentioned before too, like there are some guys on that team that I do think have some some actual talent, right? Like our, our boy Luis Patino that that I know, um, and Rob, like I know you like too. He's a guy who I think yeah. has actual talent. You know, he's a guy I do see nah, five years now. We're talking about they, that's their strength too, man. They look, they know how to, we could we could we could argue it, but it's like they know how to put the pieces together for a bullpen. Absolutely, like Absolutely. it's like they they know how to put arms that work. Like it's it, it it's just what it is. Like it's it's what it is. Like they get rid of again, them right at the right time. They get rid of them at the right time. Yeah, too. no, like but but it works. Like yeah. uh, but 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 Nick is right. Nick is right in his overall point too, though, right? Like if none of this results in a title. Then what are we really talking about? Well, absolutely, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. It, like it's just like <clears throat> if they go yeah. all this run and miss out on this core that they're building here, and don't it doesn't result in a title. I'm just like, man, because I'm like, look, you have 
this is the first i think this is the first time and this isn't to like hate on them because again it's like it's their it's their track record but right now 2021 is probably the first time where i have actual faith in the rays as a professional baseball team that they are world series contenders but, like but, like but, right but now you have, do you have faith on them because you can see a way they win yes. or is it just one of those things where it's just like all right like we know they've been winning so if they just keep doing this well, they'll probably win I'm going to see how they I, win. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I am someone neutral on it because I can, I, I like their lineup. I like their lineup. Like I understand your argument about the pitching. Yes. They're that's why, that's why, that's why to be honest with you, Tyler Glasnow is one of the only starters on their team. It, it, it is one of the few only starters on the team that I can name because I don't follow their team that closely enough to know all of their starters. Right. <clears throat> but I know a lot of the guys in their bullpen. Because I know, you know, I, I, t- I, that's just me. I tend to focus on the team strengths. Like I know a lot, I know a lot of the guys on, on their bullpen, right? And I, I am a fan of their lineup. Like the guys that I name, I, I know that they're not there just yet. But I think the potential that they do have it, it is again. I don't think at any other point in the race history I have been able to look at their lineup and look at at least four solid names that I that I would look at and be like, these guys can be the leaders of my lineup. I think that they do have that right now. I think that in that in Franco, uh, Brandon Lowe, Austin Meadows, and Randy Rosarena, it gives them a good a, a good enough core four of a lineup. And then the, uh, again, the pieces around them are just supplemental, but but they but they get their job done, right? It's it's like I it's like I talk about with my friends. It's like Mike Zanino gives you thirty something home runs, and then you start to question yourself because it's like, yo, Gary Sanchez <laughs> has more talent. Then Mike Zanino, but Mike Zanino, yeah. it's just like, yeah. bro, like you, you don't even know. I, so I get it, like in some aspects, but I'm I'm more neutral in that sense. Like it's getting to the point where it's like, I I'm starting to watch more Tampa Bay baseball. I'm starting to get familiar with more of their players, and it it, it it's just becoming like this pattern, right? I, I, look, at some point, it's like if you do it consistently enough, then it gets to a point where we just have to like accept it, right? Like yeah, like, it's like if 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 Randy Arozarena does become an all-star and puts up, you know, two or three consecutive all-star seasons, then at that point, it's just like, hey, Randy sure. Orton is an all-star. Like, right. I think he's building, I think he's building towards that. I think a lot of people, you know, were overhyped on some players oh, coming off of the 60-game season. Absolutely. The, and especially the postseason. He's definitely one of those But guys. I do, yeah, no, no. But I do think he's a good, solid player right now. And, right. and, and I think he continued to build. I think people expected him to build way too quickly, though. But I think as for Tampa Bay, I do think that they have solid pieces in, in place. Look, I, and here, and I agree with you. We got we almost got to get out of here almost. But, like, look, Randy Rosarina, look, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm saying he's not the caliber of player people think he is. Right? Like, I, I consider him a role that's player. That's understandable. Like, I, think he's a, I think he's a starting player on, on any team. But that's not the same as saying he's a guy that should be getting MVP votes ever again. Right? Like, like, like. You know, last year was something that we saw from him that was rare. And I don't think we see anything near that again, but people are going to keep that in their mind, right? Like this year, he had a good year, but it, it wasn't anywhere near close to the production as last year, right? Um, you know, Nelson Cruz is obviously Nelson Cruz. I think he, 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 he's killing it. Um, you know, Brandon Lowe, he's kind of, for me, he's, he's very kind of um, platoon specific where he's going to struggle, struggle against lefties. Right, same thing with Austin Meadows. Those are two guys that, you know, they are. What what can I say? They, you know, you, you can you can nullify them in a lineup, 
right? Um, so, yeah, I, look, again, I'm not saying that they're a bad team. Obviously, they win so much that they are a good team altogether. You put the piece together to a puzzle, it's a puzzle that looks right. Individually, though, there's a lot of guys there that I, I see struggling to make teams on, in the major leagues. On the, or maybe not teams, but the starting lineup on, on, on any other team in the majors. That, that's all I'm saying, right? Like, like I get it. Together, they work fabulously. That's great team building by um, by the Rays front office, and it's awesome, right? Um, the other pitcher I want to give credit to is Shane Baz. I do like Shane Baz a lot, too. I think he's, he's someone that has staying power, unlike Michael Waka. And, and and Shane McClellan, who, who who did all right. Um, so I don't know, man. Look, we'll see. Obviously, we'll, we'll be able to catch you guys up next week. Uh, once we get some of these uh playoff results back, or and, and we get we're some games in. But yo, Rob, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Nah, man. You know, overall, sad that the Yankees had to go out the way that they did, but that doesn't mean that postseason baseball stops. That doesn't mean that we're gonna stop covering it. So. Yeah, it keeps going tonight. Cardinals, Dodgers, uh, we'll probably be back here on the next episode, and I'll probably be talking about how Jadier Molina called a hell of a game and eliminated the Dodgers in the wild card. Ooh, spicy. I'm not, I'm not sad, by the way. I'm glad I never will have to see Aaron Boone in the Yankee <laughs> uniform ever again. Him or Marcus Payne. Dude, okay, okay, wait, okay. Stop putting it in, into the universe like that. No, like, I have let's, to. let's wait for it to happen no, first. I'm put it I, I swear, if, dude, if I, if I turn on ESPN, look, how – Ah, the universe works in such a way that, like, I'm going to turn on ESPN and it's going to be like Aaron Boone gets a one-year extension. Breaking news, Aaron Boone just signed an eight-year contract. No, 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 no. It's going to be worse. It's going to be a one-year extension. Like, that's honestly worse. Because that's, like, just rip the Band-Aid off. Like, please stop. Like, it's like, please, I don't need a a let's see if you can do it this year type of thing. Like, please, just move on. So, I love Brian Cashman, but I hate Aaron Boone so much that if firing Aaron Boone also means firing... Brian Cashman, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I Nick, man. On that. Nick, what, what about you, buddy? Any, any, what, what do you want to end us off with? Oh, I'm going to end you off with I cannot wait for us to have a Rays episode so I can absolutely change your mind. And just one real quick thing. Here's why the Rays are so good. Here's how I know they're going to win a World Series for the Toronto Blue Jays. They cool. took Tyler Glass now and saw that he, you're right, he has no accuracy. He cannot throw a strike where he wants it, for the love of God. Those are if facts. If you said you're going to die, if you nope. throw a strike, Look, he's not throwing a strike. Nick, tell them those are facts. Those are facts. Whoever, even if you're a Rays fan, just please accept that. Just please, yeah. just please accept that. He has great stuff, but please accept that. But here's what here's where the Rays are better than literally every other team in baseball, and their entire front office is on the same page. You know what they told Tyler Glass now? Hey, throw it down the middle. Your stuff is so yeah. good. They're going to miss it. Just do it, man. Throw it down the middle. If you get hit, we'll figure it out later. That's what they do with every single one of their players. They put in the best spot possible, and they let them do what they do, and that's why they will win a World Series before the Toronto Blue Jays, and it might even be this year. Ooh. Ooh, I mean, look, potentially, right? Like, they have a better chance in the Blue Jays this year, at least. Well, no, so was... I'll even say this. Even after this year, the, the Rays, if they win this year, will win another one before the Toronto Blue Jays win one. Um, all right, let's not get crazy I'll... here. No, let's not get crazy here. But, I mean, maybe. Look, look if, if they do, they do, right? I, I, again, I... Rays will always be little brother. I don't care if they win the next five in a row. Like I, unless they do it in a way that I like, I won't care. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> all right, man. Look, that, that's it for us. Stay with us all October for your playoff baseball content. Uh, look, man, this stuff gets fun. This this is the funnest part of the season, really. Right? Like, look at me and me and Rob having oh, yeah. miserable days. Nick's laughing over there at us, right? But he's he, you know playoff baseball is the best baseball to watch. Um. In my opinion, it's the best kind of playoff atmosphere in all of sports. 
Uh, uh, Playoff baseball at the end of a 162, though, is is the best kind of is the best kind of uh, postseason baseball. That's just Especially fun. with the ten we have in this year, this is the best. This is probably the best ten that we could have had in the postseason. Yeah. No, like, th- dude, this season, this season as a whole, just not, like in general, like whatever, the Yankees suck. But like this season as a whole, coming off that sixty game season, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was. You were dearly missed baseball. So, yo, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Diamond Talk. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up at diamondtalkpodcast at gmail.com. That's diamondtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Catch up on our old episodes, or if you want to check out the rest of the awesome pods that we have under the SSAW network, head to our website at tssaw.com. And do not forget to subscribe. See you all next week, and we'll catch you on the field.